Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 43, the three magic ingredients to handle success as an empath. In this episode, you will learn all about the three ways to handle the high energy success brings into your life without being overwhelmed and drained by it. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We are so excited that you're here. Today we were talking about the three magic ingredients when it comes to handling success as an empath. So this one is one of those episodes for all of you empaths out there, spiritual entrepreneurs, we are talking to you. We are, because we both have, Lindsay and I, we both had experiences to where, in the past, to where, I know me in particular, I would start to become successful, whether it was with the lawn care business that I started, or whatever I was doing, and then I would like self-sabotage. Yeah. Because unconsciously, I knew how much energy I was going to have to handle as I started to become more successful. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens because you're so sensitive to everything around you. You want to make sure that you're helping your clients, but at the same time, you're feeling everything around you. Like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. I really have worked hard to this point, up to this point, but now I'm feeling everything around me. And sometimes you even sense family members or friends. You want them to be successful too while you're being successful, right? You do. You have all of that going on. Yeah. And with anything that's high energy, like a rose is high energy, I believe. It has a thorn. It has the beautiful red bud. That's how success is too. It's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of good things come, but it's like the bar set this high on good things. Well, that's how many bad things or negative things are going to come to in terms of intangible energy and different things you're going to experience, um, resistance from people. People are going to be upset with you for whatever reason because yeah. you're growing and they're not. And there's a lot of other things that go into it. Yeah. And, so, and you could really focus in on all the negative, which that was me. That was me when I first yeah. started doing this business. You kept me in check there. Um, but one of the things that can come from it too is when you're experiencing this, in quotes, re- resistance and negativity, you're if you're aware of how to handle it, that's going to be the best thing ever for you. It is. And if you know these three, right, three magical ingredients, it's going to make it way easier for you. Because look, if Jim Rohn said this, he's one of my favorite mentors. And he said, if you're cooking a cake, you need to keep putting the good ingredients and keep out the bad ingredients. So put in the right ingredients and then you have a beautiful cake. It's the same thing with success and handling success. If you have these three, and these are three of the core ones that we believe. Mm-hmm. You, if you use these three core ideas in your life, it's going to make that success, that energy of success, that much more easier to handle, and you're going to become more successful in, in, in the long term. Yeah, and I think it's easy as entrepreneurs to push on the gas and get really excited and all of a sudden retract and you put on the brakes. So it's like push on the gas, then put on the brakes. And if you could just have a steady flow throughout, it's going to make it so much better. So let's get to the first magic ingredient. Yes. Don't take anything personal. That's like the hardest one, I feel like. 
It is. I first heard about this idea in the book called The Four Agreements. Of that book. And one of the agreements is don't take anything personal. Mm-hmm. And once I started to reflect on that idea and I started to see it play out in my life and in other people's life, I started to realize that um, nothing is personal. That's true. Even though it's hard though, especially if you're listening to this and you're an empath, which you probably are, you're highly sensitive to things, it's very easy with your big heart to think, oh, am I doing something wrong to disappoint someone or am I hurting someone's feelings or am I not doing something enough? So it's probably in that book, there's four agreements and they sound so simple, but I think that's the, the hardest one for me that I have been learning. It's like a lesson over the years that each experience, I think it helps me to think, okay, I'm getting a little bit closer to really not take things personal. It is, and I think this is one of the, if for every empath or highly sensitive person who reads that book, I feel like that will probably be the yeah. hardest for them too. And that's the hardest thing that a lot of empaths struggle with is um, taking everything personal because another characteristic of empaths is people pleasing. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's not happy, you're taking it personal and you're like, wait, did I do something to not make them happy? And then you start to get in this whole cycle of overanalyzing everything. And then you're out of the field of your career and your relationships and you're not even living your life Mm -hmm. because you're like, you're inside your head and you're so worried about that that you're missing the present moment. Yeah, and I feel like going along with that too, not taking anything personal and really connecting in with is so much so that you have to stay focused on your business. When you're working on your business, stay so laser focused on exactly what you're doing so that you don't get sidetracked from the outside world. Like if they're not your customer and your clients and you're focused on your business in that, in that moment of the day, stay very focused. Don't get sucked into different things. You know, especially if you're a psychic medium or something that's really outside of the box. Really, if you're doing anything, you're going to have um, that resistance. I know, Lindsay, when you run your ads, your Facebook ads. Oh my gosh, yeah. Every time, she always has at least what one person. I would say one or two. Or maybe half the time, one or two people say, "Oh, don't go to this event because it's a witch, witch and or it's against the Bible, or they'll put Bible, uh, you know, uh, quotes." And it doesn't even. I don't take it personal now. At the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, it like crippled me with fear. Yeah. Now all I do is press delete and ban and that's it. So it's actually normal to know that, okay, that's their belief and that's totally fine. Um, and be done with it and move along. It is. It, it totally is. And I, I struggled with this one my whole life, taking everything personal and doing this. I feel like the same thing how what helped Lindsay overcome this is by just doing it, like putting yourself out there and you're going to be sad in different moments, you're going to be angry at different moments, but going through all that and then realizing it's not worth it to be angry or sad. The thing that really helped me, I worked at a place called Mendez Exceptional Center and it was special ed and a lot of these kids that went to my school, they did not give a crap. (laughs) Like they would tell you, they would find out your weakness and then they would if you if you allowed it, they would keep on going onto it. So I I feel like that was a big catalyst in helping me not take anything personal because every day that I went to work, I had to have the mindset, and that's what this is. It's a mindset that you just know that it's not personal, and I really just tricked myself into believing that, and then I ended up succeeding as a teacher because I was able to block out all the noise of all the kids saying, "Hey." fuck you, Mr. Mitchell, or hey, that, that or cussing me out, or, you know, gonna, yeah. all of these different things that they would say. And, um, you know, a lot of teachers would take it personal. 
and they would think, you know, and in our meetings, the principal would be saying, hey, you know, th this isn't a personal thing. These, these kids are hurt, you know, and hurt people hurt people. We all heard that and so on. Yeah. I think that kids are such, they're great teachers for us. When I was teaching the third graders, I feel like if they were having a bad day and they first came in, then you'd feel that energy and you'd think, oh God, are they having a good day or a bad day? And how can I, how can I handle this kind of, kind of thing? And it, it's true. It's not personal. And then two seconds later, they're like, I love you, you know? Yeah. So that's just how it is. Um, so I think that's a big lesson. Now let's go to number two. This one's to have a support system of like-minded people. Oh my gosh, this is so huge. I don't know what I would do, first of all, without you, Tony. Second of all, without my medium friends. Like, my medium friends, they're everything to me. They because are. I can talk to them about exactly what's going on. I can surround myself with people that, that know what's happening. I, the same situations that come up for us mediums, is, it's very similar, even with my students. I notice the value of having one group of students together and how it can make them feel like I am not alone. I'm in this with someone. Exactly. And a perfect example of this is on Lindsay's retreat when we all come together. Because I went to the one last year and oh my gosh, it was mm -hmm. like being together with all like-minded people. It's like you feel safe. Yeah. You feel heard. You feel understood. And you feel like you, like not only you feel by the end by the time like I left the retreat, I felt like I grew faster than I ever would have. And not only this, if you read every, start to read all all these books, start to read Think and Grow Rich. Read the Bible. It's a, I feel like it's a great personal development book. You can read a lot of good stuff in there. Read all of these, you know, learn from all these top people. And in every single book or every video or everything they say when they're teaching you how to become successful, they will say, surround yourself by like-minded people. In Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, he has a whole chapter that's called, um, I believe it's called The Power of the Mastermind. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is um, in the Bible. Two or more agree on earth, it creates magic. It said something differently Probably than that. Things, yeah. yeah, but it's, this is a huge, huge thing. And I feel like when you have a support system of like-minded people, well, it helps number one, too, that we talked about, to where you don't take anything personal because when you get together with these like-minded people, you start to notice patterns. You start to notice that, wait, oh, that person reacted to you this way? I had that same thing happen to me. And you'll start to notice that, wait, these are just cause and effect. This isn't a personal thing right. on an individual basis. And you can see if you hang out with certain people like in those groups, you could see, oh, they're at the very beginning of their business, so they're experiencing this. But later, five years later, they're not experiencing that same thing. So you could actually see how far you've grown too. You can. So I think that's so important to really pay attention to that. And when you are surrounded with like-minded people, you actually can generate more ideas too. You can. And what Napoleon Hill talks about in his book is, and I believe it, I believe it 100% because you could feel it and think about what I'm saying here. When you're around one other person or more, you start to get more ideas than you would have ever had before. Napoleon Hill said this is because when you go around one other person, you start to create a third mind mm -hmm. and he calls it the universal mind. And then you start to get all these ideas from the universal mind, from the person's mind that you're with. I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying yeah, this right now. there's a reason this is coming through. And it's huge. It's a huge, huge thing to understand that concept that a third mind exists when you go around one or more people. Yeah. And th that's so powerful. And it's making me think of the biology of belief too and how there's scientific proof 
that shares that once you're hanging around in a certain environment, you start to become like those people too. Exactly. So it's like that magnifies. video. It's like that video you showed me with the little tickers. Like, oh yeah, I know. I need to find that video. The people that's listening, they can't see it, but it's like these little tickers. And then eventually they all start ticking the same way. Yeah. So we have billions of cells. Eventually our cells start ticking the same way as the people we're around. It's like dominoes. So if you can imagine the game dominoes, the little tiles, and they're hanging on like a, a metal rod and someone taps the row of dominoes at a different point in time that they tap another row of dominoes and what ends up happening within, I feel like it's within a minute or two, even though they're tapped at different um, time periods and they're all moving at different rates of, uh, not rates of speed, different times, mm -hmm. they end up coming together. And that's exactly how it is when you're hanging out with people. So that's why it's so important to hang out with people in a mastermind group that are people that want to grow, not people that are just talking about problems. People that maybe they, they bring their issues to the table. They say, okay, how can I fix this? They genuinely want to fix it. Or this is my experience. I want to share it with the group and it could benefit from you because it is easy to get into a group that you can sit there and complain all day and get nothing done. You can't, so you gotta watch how you surround, you gotta watch who you surround yourself with for sure. And um, I like your idea, Lindsay, of having people of different like levels. Like, oh, mm -hmm. they're at this stage of their business, this stage, because then you bring all those levels together, it makes everything much mm -hmm. clearer. Yes. Clear. So let's go to number three. Mm -hmm. So keep your focus on who you are serving. So if you're a business owner, or you're brand new to, to the business world and you're thinking of starting your business, it's going to be very easy to get wrapped up in, oh my gosh, how can I make money? And how is this going to work for me? But instead, it's important to focus on who am I serving? How can I help them? And normally you're helping people that were probably in your position five years ago. I find a very common thread with that, with business owners, that they want to help people with the problem that they experienced before, so you know them very well. And that's what Russell Brunson talks about in his book, Expert Secrets. Mm -hmm. He talks about you are the expert. So like you're you're going so anybody could be an expert because there's always people below you mm -hmm. that need your help. And you're really helping the people uh, that are in the same position that you were in five years ago. I believe you said it's something exactly yeah. like that. If you haven't read that book, read that yeah. book. It's so valuable. Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. And you could, um, it's actually, it was free when I ordered it a year ago. I'm sure he, it's a funnel he has. He gets you yeah. in a funnel, but the book's worth it. Pay $8 shipping and handling. And it lays out, like it helps you find your message and your marketing and everything for um, who you're serving. So going to this, Focus on who you're serving because here's the thing, when you start a business or you start a new career, something that's outside your comfort zone, I look at a business like this. It's a business disguised as a personal development. That's and so when you start a business, all of these negative beliefs that you didn't even know you had are going to start to rise up. And if you don't focus on who you're serving and you get too much in your head, you're going to take one step forward and 28 steps backwards oh and your business is going to go down in the ground. It's going to be like an energetic storm that you pull yourself in and all of the insecurities will come out. It naturally actually happens. It's just how you're going to move through it. You know, you got to keep on moving forward. And I feel like you do a good job of this in your empaths blueprint course. You talk about focusing on who you're serving. Exactly. And I think that's powerful being an empath, someone that's highly sensitive you can easily go inwards and start to have those repetitive negative thoughts, which you talk about in the course. 
And it's so important to kind of get that attention off of yourself and think, how can I actually help the people that are suffering with this problem? How can I get them to the next level? And when you focus on that and your intention is totally different than how can I make money for myself, that's just an added bonus, then that's when everything shifts for you and mm -hmm. energy starts to move. And it starts to become a lot easier to do what you do. Like when I was teaching um, at Mendez, mm -hmm. I literally had to train myself to focus on who I was serving and not myself. If I was focused on myself, I never would have been inside that building. Yeah. Because as an empath, as somebody who feels everything, it's so overwhelming for me to be inside all day long. I'm somebody that needs to be outside a lot. Mm -hmm. So I really had to trick myself into believing, like focusing on, okay, I'm here to help these students that are in front of me. And that gave me the energy to actually do it. Was it perfect the whole time? No, but it helped me gain the momentum that I needed to gain to create the results that I wanted to create. And that's the key to all of this is to gain momentum. So it doesn't mean you have to work 12 hours a day to actually feel like um, you can handle success. It means that you're supposed to be consistent to build up the energy like a train. So you start off slow and you keep on moving and then all of a sudden when you keep on moving throughout the days you'll start to realize months and years that you have this momentum on your side where it's just a constant flow yeah and we have a whole episode about that i yeah, think it's I called the, which one it i think is. it's called the law of momentum i, I can't remember the name of oh it gosh, but I know. go to lindsaymarino.com it's on there still yes yeah and look for the law it's something about momentum the law of momentum and it's a great episode to understand this law because i believe it's huge um, just focus on today what you can do start moving the needle in a different direction that you want to go mm -hmm. Start, you know, don't take anything personal start having that support system of like-minded people Like start surrounding yourself on a weekly basis around those people whether it's online I have a program for impasse and that's exactly where I created it is to create a group of like-minded people So we grow together Lindsay has her program. So look for different groups online, offline, that you could really join to help you in this. Yeah, because it doesn't have to be done alone. That's a big thing. And I think one of the things that's important too is if you're not able to join an in-person group, that's the beauty of online, you can go online and watch YouTube videos for free. Exactly. You can listen to podcasts, you can, you know, whatever it may be, there's so many different avenues to surround yourself with like-minded people. But it's important for you not to think, oh, I, I can't do this because I don't have anyone around me. Because you actually do. It's no, everywhere. My mentors have been YouTube videos. Bob Proctor, Jim Rohn, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Les Brown. Les Brown. All of these great people. If I didn't have YouTube and these videos, like in 2008 when I came across the Bob Proctor video about the law of attraction, it totally transformed my life. If I didn't have that and I wasn't looking for something that day, I never would have found it. It's amazing what can happen. It is. And but being just... open to this. And set the intention. I'm ready. I'm open. I'm ready. I'm willing to walk through what I need to, to, to get to the space of being successful. And just, and I'm using the word, we're using the word successful, but I feel like success to me means you're happy, balanced, and you're living a life that feels fulfilling to you. So you're doing your purpose while having fun exactly that's what success is to me and you got to figure out what that means how what that means to you mm -hmm. how, how how can you fulfill yourself yeah and become successful because that word gets thrown around a lot so you got to define it yourself don't mm -hmm. look at anybody else's definition and think oh Gary Vaynerchuk works 18 hours a day so I have to be successful in business well Gary Vaynerchuk loves doing that that's right. what he loves doing he tells this to his audience so if you watch it 
So just remember, like, you don't have to do it how everybody else is doing it. You yeah. don't have to do it how me and Lindsay's doing it. Figure out what works for you. Leverage the internet. Leverage offline. And you can do whatever you want to do, actually. Yeah. It's really just getting clear on exactly what it is that you want. That's the hardest part. And you got to be patient with that. It took me a whole year uh, to get clear on even who my customer was. Right? Mm -hmm. It took yeah. me a whole year. I didn't even know literally who my customer was when I first started my business. Over time, I was patient and I started, I kept going and I started to see it. Mm -hmm. We hope that all of this information helped you and we can't wait for you to experience the next episode. We're so thankful for all of you guys. And Very we'll see thankful. you next time. See you in the next episode. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.